1: what's up everyone welcome to fightful wrestling we are going to be talking about nxt takeover in your house i'm your host denise salcedo and joining me here today is none other than jeremy lambert what's up jeremy
2: hello how are you denise
1: i'm doing good i mean especially after an interesting night of nxt takeover that's for sure how are you feeling about the show
2: Uh, It was good. I'm glad it ended early. I I thought it started at 7. I don't know why they pushed the start time back an hour. I I need my 7 o'clock start so we can get out of here at 9.30, but what can you do? I thought it was a good show, though.
1: You know what? That happened to me last time, too. I forgot what pay-per-view it was, but I ended up missing the uh, post-show because I got confused with the start time because I thought the start time was at 5 o'clock, but it was actually at 4 o'clock. And so for me, it was actually in reverse. Anyway, so um, before we get into the show, guys, I just want to know what your thoughts are. Make sure to send them in. If you guys want to get your comments, your questions, or your statement read on this stream, you guys can go ahead and send in Super Chats. Not only do they help us out, but they keep us here on the show. They keep me and Jeremy coming here to talk about NXT and so much more so Jeremy here's the funny part that we I think we should get into first and foremost too so today I had no idea that I was supposed to be running this show today so I felt so bad when I hit you up on DMs and I was like <laughs> dude are you hosting tonight am I hosting tonight what's happening today
2: well the last time we did the takeover post show uh you were on and Alex Pulowski was on with us and I hosted that one and Sean's like all right, yeah, you host this one and then moving forward when it's just you and Denise, Denise will be hosting. I was like, All right, cool. And so when you message me, I was like, I'll host it. I don't I don't care. We can figure this out. But Sean said you were doing it, so that's what I was planning for. It and no chaos. one told Sean's me, the chat. he says chaos. That's what
1: it is. No it's one chaos. No one told me anything so I came in and I was just like, "Oh my god, I got to get ready for the show, this and that, this and that." So I took like I take different types of notes. I take my I'm going to host the show notes and I'm going to be providing commentary notes. But uh in terms of what we actually thought about the show, let's jump into it because I kind of have a feeling, Jeremy, that either you and I are going to completely agree on everything or we're just going to have a bunch of disagreements because I think that my opinions. I didn't tweet a lot about the show today because I kind of have a feeling that my opinions are going to be a little bit different than uh, the majority of the people on here. And just with you saying you thought the show was good is already an interesting Look, If start. you hated
2: the show, that that's completely fine because I'm not NXT's biggest fan, all right? I thought the in-ring stuff was good, but I had some issues with some of the show, but let's get into it.
1: All right. Awesome. Once again, guys, do not forget to send in super chats. I will be reading them as we go through this stream. We actually have our first one for today. Who's This is from Kate Hensler. Thank you so much to Kate for getting us started. says, But can you two coexist? Jeremy, I think you and I can coexist. We've done several. Actually, Jeremy, is this our first wrestling stream? You and I together just by ourselves?
2: Just us two. Yes. 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 No, no, not tech. Well, You were on the distraction when Joseph was away for a week, but all we did was talk about Taylor Swift that whole time. We didn't talk a ton of wrestling. We've technically
1: only done shows together where we're only talking about Taylor, not when we're technically talking about wrestling. What are we to NXT? (laughs) Do we have to talk about that? Oh, we got to get into NXT, man. All right. Well, thank you so much to Kate for sending us uh, our first super chat. And thank you so much to Troy Butler as well for getting us going. Thank you guys so much. Uh, All right, guys, let's jump into this. So, Overall, Jeremy, I'm going to start off by telling you that I did not like this show today. I thought it was by far the weakest NXT TakeOver by far. And I kind of already had a feeling, you know, just with the matches that were announced. But just overall, sometimes when I think like, oh, maybe like these matches are not going to be great. Sometimes they end up surprising me and they end up being good. But I didn't feel that way today, though.
2: I will say going into this show, like I was not super high on it. I I wasn't feeling a lot of these matches. I thought the in-ring action would be good once we got to the show. And I think for the most part, it was. I did have issues with some matches, which we'll talk about. But I don't think it's a stretch to say this is the worst takeover ever. That's a high bar. Like most takeovers hit. I can't think of like a bad takeover. And if you want to call this one the worst... I don't even think that's, that's a bad thing considering how high the bar is with takeover and how good every takeover is. So
1: that's not, that's not too much of a stretch. All right, good, because I'm sticking by that and I'm going to keep proving it for the rest of the night, Jeremy. It's going to get crazy in here. Uh, we have a super chat from Brandon Charles Powell who's actually going to kick us into the first match. The opening match of the night, we saw MSK and Bronson Reed versus Legado del Fantasma with all the titles on the line. MSK obviously defending their NXT tag team titles and Bronson Reed defending the NXT North American Championship. I got to say, I think this was sort of the match that we were expecting out of these guys. I thought this was the perfect Perfect opening match. But overall, we did end up seeing MSK and Bronson Reed retain their titles here today. Were you surprised by that? Did you actually think that there was going to be a title change here uh, during this match?
2: No, it would have been nice. Honestly, I would have liked Legato to have all the gold. But I figured that uh, Bronson and MSK would win. I was waiting for Legato to have a fourth man to run in and get pinned as a callback to the winner-take-all match between Diesel, Shawn Michaels yoko zuna and british bulldog where owen hart ran in and got pinned. there's uh in your house lore for the people in the chat there um i thought this match was excellent uh, bronson and msk worked so well together and legato they're they're on a different level than a lot of trios teams especially in, in wwe um i thought it was an excellent match though. i like the masawa tribute that bronson and msk had as well with their gear it was a great match
1: Brandon Charles Powell says, enjoyed the six-man tag and the main event, and Regal got me curious. Oh, I cannot wait until we actually get into talking about William Regal, but we actually have a couple more Super Chats. This one is from tgo 720 who says, sloppiest takeover. Cross dist- distracted from the main event. Would have been better without him. Shows how weak the title is on him. Unfortunately for Karrion Cross, tonight was a very telling show, just overall. And obviously, Jeremy, just based off of your expression, I kind of have a feeling you're either going to agree or disagree with this all right all right we got a tease (laughs) you guys gotta wait for our main event thoughts we have another super chat this one is from Chris Ludeck who says uh do you think Randy Orton will have another tweet about leg slapping this year like he did for in your house last year uh do you have a response to that Jeremy I
2: hope he does there was a lot of leg slapping going on in the main event. So you could hear them for sure. So I hope Randy Orton does have a tweet
0: about it.
1: Carlos EZ says the in-ring stuff was good, but booking decisions were so strange for a few matches. Largest capital wrestling crowd so far. And they were four out of five feels heels winning. We haven't even kind of brushed in on that. And I feel like that needs to be talked about. And I kind of want to say it now, since Carlos just brought this up in the super chat, considering that this was the largest crowd at the capital wrestling center. I'm sorry, but I got to give two thumbs down on this crowd because there were several moments and they popped for, you know, the right spots when they had to pop for it. But for a majority of this show, they were completely still not reacting whatsoever. And just very, very, um, they they were, they were kind of dead for a lot of the show. Did you kind of notice the exact same thing, Jeremy?
2: Yeah. The crowd, You could have fooled me by saying there was an actual crowd in there (laughs) because for most of the night, it did not feel like it was there. And I don't know if that's an indictment on the crowd. You'd think, you know, first show back and everything, they'd be excited for this kind of stuff. doesn't matter what you throw at them. They're going to be excited for it. Or if it's an indictment on NXT as a product in these past few months where there's been a ton to get excited about with this NXT product. So I don't totally blame them for not uh, making a ton of noise during this show.
1: I think it has to be an indictment on the actual product itself because there were certain guys and, you know, again, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But just to kind of name them right now, Karrion Cross and Alley Knight were two guys that the crowd was very, very indifferent to. I mean, you could have literally plugged in anybody into their spots and you probably would have had the exact same reaction. But honestly, I think that a lot of this was, again... A lot of the stories that were being told here today were either not necessarily the best storytelling that you can get for leading up to these matches or they were just something that were completely thrown together. And a lot of this NXT TakeOver card was thrown together. So I kind of feel like you can't really expect the crowd to necessarily get into some of these matches when the story that the story wasn't wasn't really there for a lot of these matches.
2: I think it's the crowd's fault for going online and reading the dirt sheets and checking all the spoilers and ruining their own enjoyment of the product. And honestly, if if they don't want to make noise, if they don't want to watch the product, they could just leave the show. If they don't like it, they don't have to watch it. They can just leave.
1: Dude, I saw people leaving to go to the bathroom during the ladder match. (laughs) But we have another super chat. This one's from Ian Booz Jor, who I'm pretty sure I just messed up your last name. I'm sorry, Ian. He says, you two are the dream team of the Fightful squad. Need more of these post shows at Sean Rossap at Jimmy Van. Um, Yes, holla. Let the people know you want more of the uh, Swift D team here at Fightful. <laughs> We have another super chat. This one is from the nerd guru to set, who says, To be fair, last year's in your house wasn't that good either. So I feel this was a lackluster. Not bad at all, though. I wanted anyone else to win the main event. Yes. JJ Lee says lower tier takeover but still good fun hot start and finish but the crowd suck charge them for entry again. I hope Regal isn't leaving. It's going to be I didn't expect the uh, closing ending with William Regal, but again, we'll get into that as we continue on. We have another super chat. This one is from Rangers Mayhem who says the silent crowd was bad on the show production should have had crowd noise at the ready dozed off halfway through and woke up for the main event. That's not necessarily a good thing whatsoever, but I can't necessarily say i blame rangers mayhem another super chat from ken shiro who says theory which according to trips means i'm ruining the product the diamond mine faction will serve as enforcers for regal comments on that jeremy does the diamond mine exist like there was no promo for them last week there was
2: no promo on this show i don't know when this little group is gonna debut i they can't get it together with them good luck Uh
1: Awesome. All right. We got a couple more super chats and then we're going to go ahead and continue on with the show. So we have Master X 1907 who says, is it a cool idea to tear off a button up shirt and showing the best man shirt? Yes. I don't even know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah All right. I think it's a good idea. Troy Butler says this match exposed cross cool. He can suplex. Oh, we're going to get into that. But thank you so much to Troy for sending in this super chat. Uh, we got a couple more to read here. This one is from Matt J. Hendricks. who says, sorry, Denise, but unstoppable is the worst takeover. Look, this one happened today, and this is the one I'm sticking with as the worst takeover. <laughs> Cyclops is better than Wolverine, since I knew mean, Cross would win, and I'm still disappointed. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did you know that, Jeremy?
2: I, I thought Cross would win. I didn't know it. I mean, I can't see into the future like Cyclops is better than Wolverine, but I thought he would win.
1: I didn't. I thought it was literally gonna be anybody else Hell but Carrion Cross. Oh, they love the Carrion Cross. He goes. <laughs> Fall and what he does they love him Mikey T MMA shows that says enjoyed the in-ring work tonight but I'm emotionally numb to NXT and main roster booking I prefer watching fightful reviews to the actual shows and this is definitely not a new comment um whatsoever all right guys um Let's go ahead and finish off what we're talking about here with this actual first match, though, because we are getting plenty of super chats. So I will uh, read those as we go through. But honestly, though, my favorite thing about this actual match, and this was probably maybe my second favorite, maybe third favorite match of the night here uh, with the six man. What I really liked about it was mainly the fact that Santos Escobar was working in such a heel fashion where the story here is like, yeah, you had Bronson Reed and MSK and all of those guys get a clean finish here and you know, a good match out of it. But I also like that in a way it sort of still protected Santos Escobar and the momentum that he has been on because part of this match, he had um, Wilds and Mendoza essentially do uh, pretty much all of the work in this match. He really didn't want to take part in a lot of this. And you saw that right at the top when he got the tag to go in and face Bronson. and right away he makes Raul Mendoza get back in the ring to actually do that so it kind of felt here like during that big spot where Bronson Reed takes him out with the plexiglass I kind of felt that was a good enough way to sort of keep him out of the match to the point where he didn't they didn't necessarily look too terrible for losing and at the same time you can also kind of tell that hey maybe you know it ended up kind of being like a two on three because Santos Escobar kind of ditched his guys.
2: I need Santos to pick up some wins moving forward, though, if he's going to challenge Bronson, because he lost the title to Kushida, right? He lost that match, and then he just jumped in this feud with Bronson. I don't know if he's picked up a win since then, so I need him to pick up a couple of wins to really get established that, hey, this guy's a credible challenger to the title. I love Santos Escobar. The guy is, has star written all over him. Still needs to win matches. Can't just come out and be like, hey, give me a title shot. I look great. I smell great. How uh, you know, <laughs> know he go.
1: smells great? Yeah,
2: that, look at him. That's a guy who just smells good. You can tell. You can tell by just looking at this man. He, he know his style. He, wear, he wears the cologne and everything too. You know, he showers. He takes like good 15 minute showers, washing everywhere. You can tell that man smells good.
1: You can there you go. There you go. That's going to be a uh, fightful full select uh, scoop right there. Santos Escobar <laughs> smells really, really good. Uh, AR forever sends in a super chat and says, what's next for cross as per you guys still will give it a low four out of five considering the first match first main event where great regal heel will be good. All right. And again, we'll get into that as we uh, move forward with the show. We also have another super chat from Ian who says Samoa Joe is the perfect option to defeat cross. I feel like that is too far of a stretch right now to necessarily say, or Jeremy, do you disagree with that?
2: I mean, I'll take anybody defeating Cross, honestly, but uh, I mean, Samoa Joe is definitely a very good option. I think Samoa Joe is going to end up being like the enforcer, new GM type deal uh, on NXT. There's a lot of chaos. I don't know if you heard about all the chaos that's happening in NXT, Denise, but there's a lot it's of Just
1: it. a little bit. I might've missed a couple of it during the show today. Or just in general.
2: Good good amount of chaos.
1: (laughs) Man, Antonio says, thought the show was okay at best. Then the main event kind of saved it. But the ending with Cross winning took all the energy out of me and the crowd. Boy, the crowd was already out of energy from, like, the top of the show.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: Cyclops is better than Wolverine says was drunk and high and still couldn't enjoy the show. Again, some good moments, but again, weakest takeover by far. The nerd guru says thought for sure cross is being fast tracked to Raw. So I'm upset. Imagine the this five-way is Ballard was still champion, would have made much more sense too. Do you kind of feel like maybe uh, you know, Triple H did mention in the media call where he was talking about the fact that like, oh, people are constantly worried about what's gonna happen and who's gonna go where and who's gonna go what and all of this. Do you think in hindsight, maybe that was a little bit, um, now, now based on the events that happened tonight with cross, do you kind of think that maybe that was a little bit of a, of a, Hey, maybe what people think that cross is going to go to the main roster. Is not necessarily going to happen?
2: I think that man was just frustrated that his brand is in the mud and can't do over 600,000 viewers, even though they have a lead in from Monday night, raw, um, I, I don't know if people people would like to speculate that Cross is going up to the main roster. I think he's gonna be there at some point. I still think he's gonna be at NXT at least through the summer.
1: Brandon Charles Powell says agreed financials can be st- can't be stanky. <laughs> he no gets shirt. it. That's a good smelling guy. He is not stanky whatsoever. No. The nerd girl says the ending of the show should have been Samoa Joe choking the life out of cross or whoever else would have won. Oh, come on, guys. We are reaching now. That was definitely not going to happen. Matt J. Hendricks says, I don't think Raquel was the right person to beat Io Shirai. Um, all right, we're going to jump into that, guys. Okay, I'm trying to get everyone super chat, but we are kind of getting off the road. We're big draws, Denise.
0: We're, we're big draws. I'm sorry. With all these I know everybody's chats.
1: sending in the super chats, and I'm like, guys, I want to make sure to get everybody, but I also do want to stay on par with the show. So uh, try to send in your your super chats correlating um, to the <laughs> portion of the show that we're on. All right, um, here we go. Second match of the night, we had Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. So, Jeremy, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but were you? you is this a match that you thought oh my god this is gonna be a great takeover match what were your thoughts on this match
2: when it was put together it felt like okay we need a second women's match on this show and this is what we're gonna do even though we have nxt women's tag team titles and candice and indy are doing their their click gear taking photo shoots backstage but not wrestling a match for some reason because you know you know why have champions wrestle on this show weird concept um it felt kind of just thrown on there. I didn't expect it to be that good. I think Xiaoli is fine, but, and she showed well enough here, but she, I haven't seen enough of her um, during her NXT runs. Maybe you be like, oh yeah, she's going to have a banger. I really like Mercedes Martinez. This wasn't the match to be like, oh yeah, they're going to go out there and they're just going to kill it. And it had a fine little match that honestly went a little too long.
1: I honestly think that everything that they did in this match every the every all of the in-ring work stuff, the entire match itself, all of it, even the post-match stuff and everything, I really do think that that could have all taken place on NXT TV I hate to say it but the match itself was not good enough to be on a takeover it wasn't a takeover quality match whatsoever Zia Lee, I will say this she looked absolutely great but I had zero interest in this match I had zero interest in the story and then even heading into this match I was kind of hoping that they would win me over but it really they really did not and I do have some criticism as well because uh, Boa I kind of feel bad but the guy doesn't add anything to this act whatsoever. He was just standing there for the majority of everything that was happening and you know um I didn't think he added anything to this. And then even after the match, okay, so you have Ziya Lee winning, but then you have Mercedes Martinez do the post-match attack with the chairs. So now that's telling me, what the hell is the purpose here? I thought the purpose here was to get revenge. So Ziya Lee gets the win here and then Mercedes Martinez attacks her with the chairs. What was the purpose of this match? So with all of this I really do think that this could have easily been done on NXT TV and how swapped out this match with Chompa Thatcher versus uh, the grizzled young veterans, or even like, they're going to have the Kushida uh, open challenge. Uh, I believe they announced it for next yeah. week, I believe. Yeah. Correct. This week, so yeah. They could exactly. So they could have even put that into this actual show. Like, I'm sorry, but there's no reason why you're going to kick out not have Tomasa Chompa on NXT takeover when you could have actually had a phenomenal match there.
2: Oh, I'm completely with you. I this match didn't make sense to be on the show. Um they 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 see something in Tian Shaw, they see something in that whole act. I thought this post match was horrible and unnecessary, just completely unnecessary. Like, did it come off okay? No, not really. I can't lie. Didn't even come off good. Uh, but the main thing was, it was just unnecessary. It's like, all right, Xia won. She got her revenge and everything's like, cool. She moves on. It's, nope. Let's do an attack for some reason. You got a sword. You have a sword and he's tossing in a chair. It's like, you have a sword out there. You really want revenge? Decapitate her with a sword. What's this chair going to do? And then uh, Tian Shaw does the Tongan Death Grip, which is awesome. Great move. Last time, she's blowing metal in your lungs. This time, she's just like, I'll just toss you off of the, the ramp here. If you're some, like, cool, spooky little character just tossing people off the ramp, that doesn't do it for me. If you're going to toss them, I don't need you doing a and Death Grip toss. You, you know, use the force, so I'm like, ah! And then <laughs> she just goes flying off the ramp. Or blow the metal in your lungs! Metal
1: in your lungs. No, it didn't, it was not good. And here's the thing is that I'm kind of interested too, and I don't know, maybe you have a reason for this, but I don't necessarily understand why they are protecting Mercedes Martinez so much. Like we just saw her in the title picture with Raquel. So why still keep um like I hate to say it, but I don't I don't I don't really get why they're protecting her that much.
2: Uh they like Mercedes Martinez. I like Mercedes Martinez. I'm kind of with you of you've beaten her enough. Like you beat her here, why do you need to do a post match angle to try to get her to get her heat back and everything? Like just have her lose, just have her lose and actually build up Zia Lee and Tian Shaw because Butwell and Zia Lee look kind of stupid in this post match, honestly. And if I'm Tian Shaw, I'd be like, you guys just kind of suck. Like you guys can, you're unnecessary. I don't really need
0: you
1: exactly all right so we got a couple more super chats and then we'll jump into the next match here this one is from carlos E Z who says i've been out of the loop the last couple of days is there any update about samoa joe other than the one that the talent wanted him back i feel like i missed something with all of the samoa joe comments pretty much that do you want to add anything to that jeremy
2: yeah, go to Fightful Select, subscribe, <laughs> uh, and Sean Rossap has more.
1: Exactly. Uh, we have Vala, B- Vala BH. I'm sorry, I'm going to mess up your name here. But he says, y'all don't like metal in your lungs? I do. That's what I wanted. I wanted the metal in <laughs> your lungs,
2: not just tossing people off the ramp.
1: JJ Lee says, Isaiah and Mercedes Martinez wasn't as good as I thought it could be. But I think it's important to have non have non-title women's feuds on the show like the men. That's not even, that's not the issue. Like, that's honestly not the issue. I'm totally for that. This is not even like a men, woman, let's not, you know, obviously they need to have non-title, uh, you know, women's feuds also on the show. That's perfectly fine. I just got to be real when I say that this match was not interesting on paper and it wasn't interesting on the card either. It didn't deliver.
2: I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: Ryan Martin says, I feel like the angle with Regal at the end of the show was done as a way to bring in Joe either as a new GM or as a new enforcer. Do you think we're getting our hopes up here, Jeremy?
2: Uh, If we are, I blame Sean Ross Sapp, and and that's that. I'll, I'll just blame him for all of this, for getting our hopes up with Samoa Joe. Because if it wasn't for Sean, we wouldn't even think about Samoa Joe. So it's it's his fault if that's not who it is. Or I guess it's our fault for reading the dirt sheets and ruining our enjoyment of NXT as fans. It could well, be our fault.
1: It's our fault for being passionate about what we do and about what we watch, right, Jeremy?
2: I mean, you're passionate. I just watch this and then write articles and stuff. I honestly just wanted to end so it's over with and I'm done working.
1: Jeremy, you're just here for the paycheck.
2: I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have another super chat. This one is from Tay Boogie, who says Zia Lee goaded. Uh, I on care. Am I reading that right? Eon yeah. care. All no, right, I, don't care.
2: Like, I um, don't care. Like Zia Lee's goaded. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, I get okay, it.
1: that was slang. I didn't get that. I'm sorry, yeah. Tay. uh oh, Brandon Charles Palace says the post match buried Zia despite her win. It made it meaningless. It like literally rendered the finish moot. What's like? It just didn't mean anything afterwards. Yep. Matt J. Hendricks says, I take the Tian Sha faction over Alexa Bliss, Lily crap any day of the week. I I don't care for either or honestly.
2: That's not that's not a high, you know, bar there. We're going, oh, it's better than Alexa and Lily. Well, yeah, sure. (laughs) What isn't?
1: Dan V 900 says, so this was the worst takeover ever, right? Other than the main event, I feel like any of this matches could have just been on the weekly show. It's exactly what I just said right now. Literally.
0: Dan is your people.
1: I could definitely agree. Thank you so much to Dan V 900 for uh, for for being on the same page with us here. And I feel bad because I don't like when people are like, oh, you're being too negative about the product or this and that, because I don't want to be negative. But when something is not good and you can't force yourself to, you know, like something or agree with something like I don't want to do that. I did
2: that for years in a marriage and it didn't turn out well. So, no, you shouldn't
1: <laughs> Jeremy, I'm not even going to touch that. I'm not. <laughs> even gonna touch that I'm gonna pretend you didn't even say anything right now because the last time i made fun of you for being a divorcee i was so scared you know I did you know that i don't know if sean told you this but i dm sean and i was like sean i really do think that i hurt jeremy's feelings and i feel terrible and you know what sucks sean didn't even dm me back so he left me there in a pool of my own thoughts and my own paranoia thinking holy jesus bzoinkers but jeremy lamb now hates me I literally felt that you hated me Jeremy
2: I do not hate you can confirm I did not hate you after that I do not hate you now
1: um everybody was blaming here for the terrible takeover and we have uh we have another super chat from uh Dan V who says I do not want to see Samoa Joe return to NXT I just want him to move on and go back to ring of honor with that roster now to face Gresham among others or AEW think we all have our different opinions on that one there but thank you so much to dan v for uh sending in this one here Alrighty, guys here we go um so let's jump into the third match of the day and this one was cameron grimes versus eli drake in a ladder match uh oh my gosh la night in a ladder yes, LA night <laughs> for the million dollar championship you know what jeremy to be fair nobody likes the name la Knight. all right sue me sue no. me
0: nobody does <laughs> like
2: the name la Knight.
1: all right so let's yeah. okay, okay let's first talk about the fact that let's be real they did we got to give credit where credit is due and i really got to give credit to wwe on this one because i really do think that for a match that I did not care about whatsoever. They did a really good job uh, last week on NXT, sort of building to this match, you know, adding obviously the announcement of the million dollar championship, um, giving it a stipulation with the ladder match, doing all of those vignettes. I thought they did everything possible to gain the people's interest.
2: I thought the, the lead up was, was fine. I love Cameron Grimes. I think he's great. I, I, I don't have much use for for LA Knight. DiBiase has been good in this return. I like the million-dollar championship returning, even though, look, let's let's be real about the prestige of this title, okay? It gets handed to somebody, and then it's never seen again. DiBiase had it, and his biggest thing in WWE was essentially a glorified manager virgil had it we know virgil austin had he was the ringmaster and didn't care at all about the title and he didn't become stone cold until he just dropped that whole thing and then ted to jr had it okay let's not act like this title is some prestigious thing it looks cool people like it people pop for the nostalgia it's a meaningless title all right it, it's it's on the level of the ftw title that's what it is
1: Tay Boogie sends it a super chat says Grimes took all them bumps just to lose so let's talk about this match itself here so um look in the nicest possible way I'm gonna say this in a very nice wow. way Okay, Jeremy there were a couple of good spots and I'm gonna name them to you so the only things that I liked during this match was at the top of this match, we saw both Grimes and L.A. Knight essentially just smashing each other with the ladders. I thought that was a pretty fun spot. Uh, I liked the net breaker spot. I thought that was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And I liked the splash from the top of the pole from Cameron Grimes to L.A. Knight. I liked that. And I liked the Finish just the spot where uh he tosses Cameron Grimes onto the ladders. That's it. What did I name? Maybe four moments during this match. All right, cool. Four moments. Because other than that, this match was terrible. It was boring. It, it was not good. It was probably the wow. least interested I've ever been in a ladder match. And I love ladder matches. But I just did not think that this match was good. And the crowd was dead. Like I said earlier, I saw a couple of people going to the bathroom during a ladder match or to the concession stands, wherever the hell they were going, I don't know. Um, we see, uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say Eli Drake again. We see (laughs) LA Knight uh, end up winning. And this is the moment where I kind of feel like we also kind of had no reaction from the people. The only time I personally feel people actually cared during this match is obviously the cool spots, which I named the cool spots because anybody's going to mark out whenever you see something awesome. Or when we also had Cameron Grimes, the only thing people cared about in this was Cameron Grimes. And then when Cameron Grimes didn't win, it kind of sucked the air out of everybody. Jeremy, what were your thoughts? Do you agree? Do you disagree with me? Let me know.
2: I don't know if I would call it terrible. Like you you were going you're going way on the the full spectrum here. Am I too
1: extreme? Am I too extreme for the show?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um I hate ladder matches. I, I I used to love them. Used to absolutely love them. Used to be my favorite matches of all time. I love the Shawn Michaels ladder. Shawn and Razor, I like the SummerSlam match better than the WrestleMania match, which is a hot take for for a lot of people. Used to love ladder matches. Hate ladder matches in 2021 because every single takeover, no matter what, doesn't matter what the feud is, here comes somebody to just toss a ladder into a match because Shawn Michaels is backstage and be like, you know what, this match seems kind of cool, but you know what it needs? I feel like this match just needs a ladder. And Paul is like, yeah, sure, Sean. We'll do your 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 ladder match for take every single takeover. Did this match need to be a ladder match, Denise? No, no. But Ted DiBiase, who never, never in his entire career has competed in a ladder match, said this should be a ladder match. Why does Ted DiBiase care about ladders? He doesn't. He shouldn't. It's stupid. Sean just wants to toss his ladders into all these matches. I thought it was a fine match. It was my favorite ladder match ever no uh,
1: jeremy you're talking. not even gonna remember this match like in three months no, from I'm now not. you're not even gonna remember that this match even happened and that's did, a terrible thing f- to say because if it's a ladder match don't you think it would mean a little bit more maybe this is,
2: this is not fair to say at all because i don't remember any match three months uh from now <laughs> all right it could be like a really really great match people can give it 18 million stars and i'd be like Oh yeah, that match was fine. Like that's that's just my opinion on like every single match. Okay. So like that that's not real criticism for this ladder match. Um I thought it was fine. It's tough to do ladder matches, especially in 2021 when they've done every single iteration of a ladder match, and you have one guy who probably shouldn't be in a ladder match in general. I thought Cameron Grimes turned in a hell of a performance and then he lost and and, and that sucks. Um he he definitely should have they should have won this match, but we'll see where this is gonna go. Let it play out, Denise. That's what they that's what they tell me, right? You should, you should always let it play out.
1: Yeah, and I we do got to give credit to Cameron Grimes here because he really did do everything in his power, I believe, to put a entertaining match forward. I do agree with that. Um, I do feel bad because I think right now I'm really just not feeling LA Knight as of this moment. I don't really think, like I said. The fans felt very indifferent to him. I mean, you could have literally plucked in any single guy into that feud, into the story, and it might have worked. It might have worked. Um, so there you guys go. Um, I think we have some super chats here. This one is from Carlos Easy, who says, This match had the strangest ending. Grimes winning would have definitely hyped up the crowd. The to the moon chance would have been so loud. I think that's definitely a given right there. Definitely a given. They gotta and- do
2: something with with Grimes moving forward. Like this guy, I thought he got the biggest pop on the show, honestly. So they should they should uh, listen to the audience as they as they say they like to do and put Cameron Grimes, camera and Grimes in a good position.
1: Everyone says that I'm being too harsh. That terrible is way too harsh. Well, you know what? I'm here with an opinion, and I'm sticking with it. I'm sorry. So Jeremy, you mentioned the fact that there's a ton of ladder matches, right? Yes, they're all dumb. Okay, All right. With that being said, there's a lot of ladder matches, right? And I just said that I love ladder matches, okay? So my standards for ladder matches are a lot higher. So I'm sorry. I'm not going to go ahead and just say that any ladder match is good when they're not good. I was bored during this match, and I love ladder matches, even though we've seen them like a zillion times. So that's where I'm coming from. I feel justified in this argument, Jeremy.
2: You're justified. They should just stop doing ladder matches, honestly. No, just-
1: don't stop doing the ladder matches. Just put, just, just, you know, I don't know, put somebody stop else in doing it. doing
2: them. Just stop. I don't need the, the week before all of these ladder matches. Here comes somebody. Hey, toss a ladder in because Sean's backstage and you just see it. We need these ladders. Get out of here, Sean.
1: Carlos EZ says, also, i mean, F5 subscriber, Jeremy. I think the Joe update got buried in my inbox.
2: It's all good, Carlos. You're, you're a good man. I was just trying to plug it for people who are not a Fightful Select subscriber. Oh,
1: is that what he wrote? F5? Yes. I thought he was F- talking S- about. Oh, <laughs> I thought that oh was my- a five. That was a five. Jeez. I that was like, the F5. I'm like, is that like a video game or something?
2: He's a subscriber to Brock Lesnar's finisher. <laughs> Brock actually has a new newsletter where he just talks about all of the favorite times that he hit the F5 on people. He I shouldn't get
1: it. I Seriously, I was like, an F5? I was like, what is he talking about? My bad. My, Sean's going to be like, you know what, Denise, you're fired. You couldn't even recognize our own brand. <laughs> com. Come on, girl. What's your problem? Bidmoon says, AEW fans never go to the bathroom eye roll. <laughs> what? um i definitely went to the bathroom while i was at the show i'll say that much uh brandon charles powell says exploring barbed wire ladder match is coming you're nodding would you not want to stop. say that
2: just stop all ladder matches don't do them go a year without a ladder match challenge nxt when i'm gm of this brand ladders are banned all right i'm gonna be the new gm i'm banning all ladders
1: also thank you so much to Mike who says that he saw an F5 too thank you all right thank you got a million things going here all right if it says if I see F5 F5 it is all right uh, let's jump into this next match because I actually did enjoy this next match so I'm no negative Nancy we had Cal versus Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship and this is one of the matches that you know on paper I was like okay you know it hasn't had the greatest bill by any means whatsoever but Ember Moon is you know she's a great athlete I really enjoy her work in the ring And then, you know, I'm liking what Raquel is doing. So I do think that Ember Moon would be a pretty good challenger uh, to Raquel. I thought this match, uh, you know, it started out aggressive. I really enjoyed that. I like the fact that uh, we kind of got this moment during the match where Ember Moon hit the Eclipse and she went for the two count. That was my only criticism there is that I kind of felt bad that she wasn't. If the build for this match would have been stronger, considering that Ember Moon essentially laid out Raquel with the Eclipse last week, I thought that the people that the crowd and I thought the crowd should have popped more for the fact that maybe they might have actually bought for a second that she might have actually had an honest chance at winning here and they really didn't react to that and I did think that there should have been a big bigger reaction there and then also even commentary commentary also did not sell that either so I did kind of feel bad in sense that in the sense that I thought that Ember Amber Moon should have had a bigger, like, I don't know, there should even though we all knew Raquel was going to win, I think we should have been able to buy Ember Moon as a possible, uh, you know, possible champion here at some point. But we didn't really get that from this. Uh, we did see Shotzi come out and she essentially, we saw Dakota Kai interfere a couple of times. So obviously Shotzi Blackheart came out, helped even the odds chased her out tossed her into the plants on the stage i actually loved that spot i thought that was really funny and i felt bad for dakota kai because you know that was a uh, that was not a fun spot to take for her but raquel ended up winning this uh match here with the one-arm power bomb uh which she calls the chingona power bomb and then that was that thoughts on this jeremy
2: I thought Shotzi should have came out earlier. She was a really good friend because she came out too late. She Ember had the title one and Dakota put the leg on the uh the leg on the rope. So Shatsy should have came out earlier. I thought Ember was great in this match. Uh, I'm with you that it sucked that the crowd wasn't going to buy that she was going to win this match because they they've invested a lot into Raquel, and I can see her having a very long dominant reign here. An Ember, very good first challenger, especially to help get Raquel up to speed and improve her in ring work and everything. Um, but yeah, the crowd didn't really buy that Ember was going to win. And so it kind of took them out of the match a little bit. But Ember, Ember is tremendous coming off this injury, too. She's so good. And I thought Raquel had a good showing, but this was this is definitely an Ember show right here.
1: Yeah, it definitely was. Uh Wrestling Gamer says, I came to see the Chingona Power Bomb." Yeah, I love it. Love the name of it. Awesome. The Nerd Guru says, I definitely wouldn't mind seeing Io win the title back. No, I unfortunately, I was not that big of a fan of her reign as champion. I'm totally cool with Raquel being champion. They just need to heat up some challengers for her. Yeah,
2: that, I think that's the me? biggest thing. I think that's the biggest thing is they do need to heat up some challengers. Ember was in the tag division, which is fine. Um, But like they they were coming off a loss when they lost the titles and it's like, okay, now we'll just move them over here to the the singles division. And now they're going to do Shotzi and Raquel. I would imagine they're doing Shotzi and Raquel at some point. Anyway, like give Shotzi a couple of wins. They have this thing where, and we see it with Santos where he loses the cruiserweight title and then, okay, let's go feud for the North American title Gargano loses the North American title, let's go feud for the world title. It's like, these guys are losing titles and then they're being elevated to a bigger title feud. What, what is going on here? Like, at least build them up with some victories and then elevate them up there instead of, hey, this loser who just lost... Now it gets a bigger title shot. Doesn't make any sense. Yes, uh, I agree with Ray Callahan Jr. His super chat. I was going to ask you about this. Uh, please uh, shit talk in Spanish like Raquel was doing.
1: I can't, Jeremy. I can't. <laughs> so Ray Callahan Jr. says, "Please translate Raquel's Spanish insult." Um, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> if you, if you, um, uh, how do I say this? Uh, it, G- Google translating when she said, uh, I think she said uh, "parate" uh, "parate mamona" or something like that. But she said "mamona," right? Right. Is what
2: it, no i thought A she called cat? her fat yes no no
1: no, that's no she called her mamona but essentially i i can't say the what it actually okay so so <laughs> in the in if you google translate okay if you google translate it, it translates to like sucker right like sucker but in the context in which it's normally used for spanish slang it doesn't necessarily mean that in, in other words, the only way that I can explain it to you, Jeremy, is if Sean Ross Sapp n- knew what this word meant, he would use it in his Bluetooth reads. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> Apparently, I that is thought... why I can't necessarily tell you exactly because I feel uncomfortable translating it in English because it's inappropriate. <laughs> Denise, just do it. Coward. Come on. Okay. No, I can't. I can't. It's so disrespectful. No. Uh, so anyways, if you guys want to really know what the Mamona means, you can definitely check it out on like Spanish slang urban dictionary. See, I, I Google Momona. is there, people. Google is there. I googled Mamona translation and I got fat,
2: but that, apparently that is wrong. I don't think Mike. I'm using an English. Apparently, I'm using like a Hawaiian translation. So,
1: <laughs> Mike Ferris says, Denise is chicken. Oh, hell no. I <laughs> definitely not. I'd rather take being a chicken than essentially translating uh, what it would mean. Like I said, I already kind of explained it in the nicest possible way that I could. In the, in the most appropriate manner. Uh, I have a feeling a bunch of people are searching uh, Urban Dictionary <laughs> right now for Mamona. Somebody,
2: somebody's going to super chat what it is and you're going to have yes. to read it out.
1: No, no, happen. definitely not. If definitely it's a not. super chat, you got to read it out. Someone no. said a
2: super chat what it no. is. And so Denise has to Nobody
1: is it. gonna. Let's know. Say, <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm going to read this comment from Carlos V who says, and if you want someone to call you a mamona, <laughs> let's just say, like I said, Sean could definitely use this in his Blue chew read. Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on from this. And we are going to jump into the main event. All right. So a lot of people definitely had opinions about this. This is a time to send in your thoughts, your statements, your questions, whatever they may be. Send them in a super chat. We will definitely read those as we go through here. But Jeremy, it is now time to talk about this main event. All right. Um, that's how I feel. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Uh, we He's have this- exhausted. I'm exhausted. Oh, I can't even breathe. All right. Uh, we have Pete Dunne versus Karrion Cross versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano in a fatal five-way for the NXT Championship. Obviously, Karrion Cross defending his title. And um, so... Let's just start off by saying that if you thought here by any chance that Cross was gonna lose, he did not lose whatsoever. Um, we had a, this the, the pacing of this match in the beginning was a little slow, a little boring. It kind of took me a second to get into it, but once it could, it got going midpoint during this match, we really did get to see pretty much every guy essentially get some moments in here. But really, I, I I'm not gonna argue with anybody, Johnny Gargano. Gargano. Gargano here was the star of this match because anytime Johnny Gargano was in the ring, he took this match to a whole other level. And that's not to say that the other guys uh, weren't good whatsoever because they were. There were a lot of great moments during this match, which I personally enjoyed. But for the most part, I got to say Johnny Gargano really took this this, uh, match to the next level here. But um, let's talk a little bit about the actual finish to this match. So the finish actually saw... Carrying Cross choking out Kyle O'Reilly, and when you hear me say that, Jeremy, is that something that you expected?
2: No, I thought I did think Cross was going to win. I thought Gargano would be kind of the one to take the fall or, or take the loss here because Gargano, he's a he's a fun little heel and everything. He can get, easily get his heat back with a cool comedy segment and, it, and it's fine. I don't think they have any real intentions of putting the title on Gargano either. So he's a guy you can beat in this spot. Like Cole, O'Reilly, Dunn. It's like, oh yeah, these guys could probably be NXT champion in the next year. So Gargano, he's had his time. He's doing his thing right now. He'll be fine. So the fact that O'Reilly was the one that went out like this kind of surprised me.
1: So what did you think of the actual match itself, though? Because I kind of really thought that it was, I thought it was boring in the beginning. I thought it definitely picked up, but it wasn't necessarily what I was expecting with all of the five guys in this actual match.
2: I thought they did as good of a job as they were going to do, given the NXT slash WWE style and four of the five workers in this match. They took out Cross for long segments And so they could allow the other four to just kind of do their thing. And I thought those segments were great. Uh, And then Cross came in and kind of ran wild and he did fine in those spots. That's the best use of them for a match like this. The problem is, is like, this is just the the WWE house style of multi-man matches, right? It's just two people roll outside of the ring, or in this case, three people, three people roll outside of the ring. So you just have a one-on-one match going on at all times while everyone else is just resting and stuff. Like that's just the style of these and four of these guys are excellent and they did it very well. And I thought they used cross crosses the best they could, but it was not, it wasn't a match that really, you know, got my attention or anything because I'm not a fan of the champion. And I thought the champion was going to retain, retain. And so I was just like, okay, cool. Can we just like in this and, and bring out Samoa Joe.
1: So Jeremy, I'm reading them between the lines here of what you just said. <laughs> so essentially in short form, you thought this match was good when carrying cross wasn't in the ring. Yeah,
2: when when the four good workers were in the match, it was a good match.
1: I was like I'm so reading in between the lines of what jeremy is trying to say in the nicest possible way and I feel bad because I'm honestly like I'm a fan of Karen cross but I do have to agree that the the there was a difference in the type of match that we were seeing when he was in the ring and when he wasn't in the ring like obviously like every guy seemed to get their moment with cross but eventually him being taken out on the power bomb on the table which I was actually surprised that the table didn't even break considering that cross is a big guy I was kind of expecting the commentary table to break there but um honestly when all four men started throwing like those uh, left and rights to one another and then we saw Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne do their exchange uh with Gargano there was a moment where Gargano and Cole both uh super kicked uh Pete Dunne as he was doing a backflip the timing on that was perfectly timed and here's the problem too that I noticed and somebody earlier in a super chat mentioned that today was a very uh it was kind of an unfortunate day for Cross in the sense that he, I wouldn't know, I don't know if the right word exposed is to be used, but the problem was that the fa- the crowd felt very indifferent to him. Like he wasn't necessarily like, yeah, he got a couple of booths, but he wasn't even getting the heel treatment that you would expect for him to actually get. So it was like he wasn't getting the heel treatment per se, but he also wasn't getting cheered. So it was kind of like people just had no reaction. And even to the actual finish, um, when the actual finish happened, happened there was no like no reaction whatsoever the crowd was just there like they were just there
2: genuine question for you denise yeah is carrion cross a babyface or a heel like if you just watch the television do you think he's a heel
1: yeah he's a heel
2: i think he's a baby face because adam cole's coming out and burying him and, and talking down to him and like cole is definitely a heel i know adam cole is a heel the way he talks to carrion cross makes me believe that cross is a baby face but I can see how he is also a heel because the Balor feud kind of put, positioned him as a heel as well. There's just a disconnect with this Karrion Cross stuff. And it's been there for a long time now. And it just, it doesn't work. It does not work. And I mean, I think Adam Cole was right in a lot of things that he said. And I think the crowd reaction kind of shows that he was right in this one too. Because uh, Karrion Cross didn't get those reactions that you would want from, from your NXT champion.
1: Yeah, and also like I know my Adam Cole was added to this match. Obviously, you know, he he's, he adds, you know, you know, more star power to the actual match itself. But to be in story-wise, I really did think that all of these guys should have been more pissed off at Adam Cole because he really did ruin their chance at essentially getting a one-on-one match against Cross and essentially made it harder for themselves by having to face four other men. And I did think, like, even when they were doing like all of those bras and all of that, and then they come into the ring, they start start... start off this match everybody's standing there and i'm like why are you guys just standing there like this should be started off like hot and right away considering the fact that you guys are brawling backstage and essentially trying to get your hands on one another so i didn't like the start of the match either i think that was really what kind of like uh going into this match i wasn't feeling it and then once we actually again like i said once it actually started picking up was when it really really picked up
2: yeah i yeah i thought the match was good when you had the four guys who can work very well in the match and then i don't even want to take too much away from cross because they used him the way they should have been they should have used him in this match the problem is if you're the nxt champion there's a high bar when it comes to nxt champion and to just kind of be outside and only be used in 10 of a match and kind of run wild uh that's not how we're used to seeing the nxt champion kind of be used so i think that's an issue too is people people expect like NXT is like sort of the work rate brand, right? So people looks like the, the champion to be like this work rate kind of guy and cross ain't it.
1: Yeah, and I feel bad again. Like I said, I'm a fan of cross. So this is by no means me saying I'm not a fan of cross. It's just that It's not necessarily sticking or working or necessarily getting an actual reaction, which is obviously hurting things. We have a super chat from TJO720 who says, Five match without a five star match without Cross sent him to Raw to face Alexa. And uh, oh, that's definitely not good. Yeah, let's definitely not do that whatsoever. Uh, We have another super chat from uh, the Nerd Guru who says, The issue with Cross is that NXT was built on in ring wrestling and still not showmanship. I don't know if Cole was shooting, but yeah, he buried the man. Man. I actually did like that promo that he cut on NXT. I thought it was great. And and that's the thing he shouldn't be making. He shouldn't be the one being the one to essentially be making sense. And he, and he did.
2: Yeah. I mean, they, they like to do the shoot stuff and triple H said, you know, it's part of their reality and everything. And that's fine, but uh, it doesn't look great for your champion when, when something like that happens. And they, they kind of just, they buried him on that, but the the weird thing is, like, they bury him with this stuff, but they're clearly very high on him. Because if they actually, like, wanted to take the title off of him, they just would have taken the title off of him here, and they could have protected him because it's a it's a multi-man match. But they're clearly very high on this guy, despite Adam Cole taking these shots on television. So I don't know what they're doing with Cross moving forward other than he's going to be their champion for a little bit, and now they're going to need somebody to uh, really step up to, to try to take the title for him from him and if it's not Samoa Joe since he might be the GM I'm not sure who ends up just taking the title like straight off of carrion cross maybe it's O'Reilly but then man, if you're gonna do O'Reilly why why beat him here like that, that part didn't make sense to me
1: when like talking about like what is next for, uh, for Karrion Cross, like obviously facing one of these other guys that obviously did not get pinned. I don't think it should be Kyle O'Reilly. You just, you know, him getting choked out essentially, but I actually think of anything that probably the best option would probably be Adam Cole. Obviously, you know, I've been, you know, rooting, I was rooting for Pete Dunn in this, to be honest. That's, that was my pick heading into this, but. Yeah, I think that that would probably be like the best option there. Like they still have, they didn't necessarily have to make this into a fatal five way match. Like they could have taken their time and built these stories for Cross and you know helped them grow as an actual champion there. Um, so BTW, Fightful Pro Wrestling says leave a super chat. Uh, you cheap skates, Denise is expensive. Leave a thumbs up. That's free at least. Jeremy, are you not expensive? What the hell? Apparently are you not, not charging the right prices here?
2: Apparently not. I need another raise is basically what I, what I'm reading out of that message. So yeah, look it up, Sean. I think I need another raise cause I'm not charging enough. Clearly.
1: Yes, seriously, if I'm the expensive one, Jeremy, you need to raise up your prices. But guys, seriously, send in your super chats. We will read your comments, your statements, your questions, whatever it is. We will read it on the air here. We are almost wrapping up. What is happening? What is that? Your takes are so
2: hot. The smoke alarm is going off.
1: What is going on Is that my smoke alarm or your smoke alarm? It's definitely yours. What? Is that even a smoke alarm? (laughs) What? I don't know what's happening. Oh my god! The stream is going crazy. What, what just happened? I don't know. I thought you know what I thought. I was like, is my phone ringing? Is it too close to the microphone? Because usually it makes that sound. When but my phone's yeah. not even here. That's why I was like, what the hell? Oh wait.
0: Oh. Um. That's oh, my fire you. alarm is ringing. I told oh. you. I told Sorry, you. Guys.
1: Hold on. Oh my gosh. Do you want me just to mute me? Mute me. Take. Yeah, me. I'll I'll mute you.
2: <laughs> okay. Denise is off screen. <laughs> as i said denise takes were so hot that her fire alarm has gone off my god all right i'll read some super chats here (laughs) um try to get where uh denise was pete dunn should have won for his gear alone that was great gear i love the white gear off of uh pete dunn also great job on the wrap-up show denise and jeremy oh god here comes what the
3: hell (laughs) is going on
1: (laughs) Her Her alarm was ringing.
3: My hair's messed up. My camera's barely working. I joke. I joke when I leave for like 10 minutes and I say, don't burn the joint down. I don't. But-
1: I'm so sorry, oh. Sean, you're blurry I'm so sorry no <laughs> thank you for coming to the rescue. Oh. I don't know what's happening. Did you guys hear my alarm going fire 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 I'm like
3: Harry and <laughs> Cross showing up every three minutes in suplex and a bunch of people.
1: oh my god uh I'm so sorry everybody uh my uh kitchen was not on fire, but it was kind of like smoking Jeez. and like I walked out and the hallway was full with like smoke Listen. and that's all that happened.
3: This is not like WWE. If you burn alive on the air, we're not taking care of the costs associated with it. Like are you we're gonna not... continue
1: the show if I get burned alive here? I yeah. hope you don't continue the show. <laughs>
3: Probably will. Probably wow. will. The viewership's wow. gonna increase as a result.
2: <laughs> Vince uh, would want the show to go on. Vince would want it to go on.
3: So I'll figure <laughs> I'd drop a few notes from the presser as it's done really Thank quick. You. No sassy triple H tonight. He okay. uh Shawn Michaels was on the call. The most Did you talk- ask
2: him about ladders. Sean, his I love didn't. of ladders.
3: I didn't. I got a non-answer uh, for mine. It was uh, a. Yeah. And then I got I got stifled. I tried to ask Sean about Johnny Gargano, but they wouldn't let me have a follow up. But they let Justin Barrasso. What? Well, what? He was I actually
2: thought on the show.
3: I thought they liked me now, Jeremy. What? Mm. What the they hey? They don't the like heck? you more than Barrasso. They put yeah, Barrasso on the
2: pre-show.
3: Definitely not, but. Uh, The most talked about thing from that was Xia Li. Triple H said that Xia Li spoke almost no English and didn't know what WWE was when she did her tryout, and they basically told her it was Kung Fu Theater, and she fell in love with it. Her family didn't know she was at the tryout and said that she was very emotional today. They talked about William Regal, and they said that he will be a part of NXT as long as he wants to be, whether or not he's an on-screen character. And that was it. There was not much else there. So.
2: Sounds exciting. No that, sassy triple H is a shame.
3: It is. That that was very good. Denise, did you see any of that stuff that he said on, on the media call this morning? Oh,
1: I heard the stuff that he said. Am I are you guys hearing me? Yes. All right. I yeah, was yeah, yeah, doing yeah, a bit
2: this that. whole show on Sassy Triple H, Sean. I was blaming the fans yeah, for not being
1: he, <laughs> he was is, doing that.
3: I mean, it is it is WWE fans' fault that yeah. either theirs or Baron Corbin's. That it's all <laughs> that's who it is. It's also Baron Corbin's fault.
1: Well, I thought it was I thought it was a very sad answer. I think he could have answered differently with the whole, you know, why aren't people interested in the product type question. Uh, I thought he could have actually totally spun that around and been like kind of like cheeky about it where he could have been like, oh, well, some people may think that, but not everybody. And we're doing this, this and that to make the product actually better. So there was a way to actually, you know, go about this.
3: Yeah, well, uh, I agree with that. I'm going to piss off now and let you guys finish your show. That has been the. Thank you for saving uh, me while my house report. was on fire. I, I'm a regular Rico Constantino I'm, or a Paul Burchell I'm like a firefighter now. Like I heard the alarm and I was there. <laughs> no. I. I I got it. Jeremy. I,
1: I didn't even know that was my fire alarm until you said it. And I was like, yeah, oh, no. is like who was this? What's going Jeremy, on? I got scared. I ran out and I was like, oh, my God, is my house on fire? Because I went out there and there was just a bunch of smoke. And yeah, that's what happened. All right. Uh, let's go back here. I'm going to catch up on these super chats. Thank you so much to everybody for, um, yeah, watching my house essentially almost catch on fire here. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, if this doesn't get me Twitter followers, I don't know what will. We, I hope I don't know. If we read this one, Jeremy. Did we? Uh, from Brandon, no, who says, ahead. "I think the unser- uncertainty of whether Cross is a heel or a baby face is one reason why people aren't interested." I have to agree, Jeremy. Do you want to add to this?
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that as well. He, there's a disconnect. There's just a disconnect with them. That's all I can relate. That's how I put it.
1: Yeah, and see, that's very unfortunate because when I did talk to Carrying Cross, he was very, he was very, uh. He was very hopeful in, you know, becoming champion and really had a lot to say about the fact that people really haven't seen what he can do. And now I feel bad because like he's getting the opportunity, but it's just not sticking. We have another super chat. This one was from Wes Rose, who says Pete Dunne should have won for his gear alone. Also, great job with the show wrap up Denise and Jeremy. Thank you so much, Wes. And yeah, dude, Pete Dunne should have been the guy. And you know why my reason for Pete Dunne was my reasoning for Pete Dunne should have won this match because he is the only guy okay so let me explain this really quickly he is the only guy in my opinion who knows who he is and what he's doing and is the type of guy that can have matches with just about anybody and they're actually gonna be good now you people are gonna be like well what about about what about adam cole and johnny gargano the only reason why i didn't go with adam cole or johnny gargano is because they've we, they've been there already we've seen what they can do kyle o'reilly unfortunately i'm not a fan of the cool kyle o'reilly gimmick and doesn't necessarily stick on me jeremy why are you laughing what did i do <laughs>
2: Cause you kinda you people, Denise went, you people are gonna be like, why not Adam Cole? Why not Kyle O'Reilly? Denise went you people on Look, everybody. Jeremy,
1: my house was almost on fire. I mean, at this point, like, let's just be thankful that I'm here and that you're not doing the stream alone. And by the way, shout out to Sean. Like he seriously came in like, Bam, blazing guns, I'm ready to do this show. I was like, Oh shoot, Sean's here, what's happening?
2: Sean is, oh Sean's God. always watching. Sean is always watching.
1: By the way, I apologize to everybody for my uh, <laughs> uh people are saying my takes were that hot. Uh this is a super chat from Carlos E Z who says Denise charging those Braun Strowman prices. Yes, yeah, seriously, <laughs> pretty soon I'm gonna be wiped out. Ain't nobody gonna see me or hear from me. <laughs>
2: You're gonna be uh doing photo shoots with elephants pretty soon.
1: With elephants, exactly. Okay, I'm trying to get through all the Denise, uh, what the hell is going on, Denise comments, to get through the new super chat. All right, this one is from Valib, who says, uh, only the hottest of takes here on Fightful. So hot, my fire alarm went on. There you go. That is something to definitely promote. That's going to be the new tagline. We got to come up with a new tagline for Fightful. Uh, Take so hot, your house will go on fire. In your, no wait, fire. Yeah, there you go, in your house. There you go. That is exactly how you do it. I feel so bad for all the uh, people with their headphones in their ears and stuff. All right. Uh, we have another super chat. This one is from Ray Callahan, who says, Denise, we have the same alarm sound. You scared me. I wonder how many people were like, shoot, my house is on fire yeah i was like it's your house jeremy my house is fine (laughs) no i'm pretty sure it's coming through my headphones not uh, behind me here i was looking at the walls too did you notice i like turned this way and i was like well there's no fire there there's no fire here
2: Uh, (laughs) dropped and rolled on on uh, live on air although nick gage said that shit doesn't work
1: tjo 720 says true true heel heat there you go that that is how you get heat right there i got legit actual heat in this dang house oh my god uh this one is from uh gomez who says two things i can see demon Finn returning to face cross and for whatever reason it feels like cross will lose the title to someone not on the nxt roster uh thoughts on this jeremy
2: Demon Finn would be a good shout, like, to to finally conquer Karrion Cross. I could potentially see that. Not on the NXT roster. Maybe. Who are we thinking? Like, Kevin Owens comes back down or something? Samoa Joe. Let's just go Samoa Joe.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Mike New York says, Scarlett didn't like your comment, Denise Rudd. She's going to be like, shut up. Shut up. Sh- what is shut up, Five? She's
0: going to
1: go Hey, I did. will fall and pray. It's not that hard. Just fall and pray. I'll do that. <laughs> Mike New York, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, all right, let me. Uh, ca- I'm sorry, guys. I'm catching up with all of your super chats here. Uh, this one here is from Santos who says, I really thought they would call up Cross for that first SmackDown with fans. I just thought they were going to call him up, period.
2: Welcome back, fans. Here's and Cross.
1: Oh, is, is, is that not supposed to be? Was that a shot, Jeremy? Was that a shot? <laughs> was that supposed to be sarcasm? <laughs>
2: I don't know. I mean, uh, that seems like a great way. Like, I, you guys want John Cena? Here's carrying cross, everybody
1: oh man well we're definitely probably not gonna get John Cena (laughs) at least at least not for the first SmackDown back on the road or whatever guys send in your last and final super chats I will be reading them here Uh, we're about to close out our stream here uh, and you know hopefully no one's house will go on fire so any last uh, thoughts comments send them in before we wrap up this stream I really hope that you guys enjoyed uh, the duo of me and Jeremy here Uh, if you haven't followed us on Twitter make sure you guys do so. If you guys haven't subscribed to Fightful Select, make sure you do so because Fightful Select has officially surpassed 2,000 uh, subscribers. Over 2,000 people now on Fightful Select, which is just incredible. A lot of great work is being done there. If you guys want to follow the F5, you can definitely do so <laughs> over at FightfulSelect.com um, all righty, guys. Uh, this is a really funny. This one's from Mike Ferris who says, Denise trying to sk- steal Scarlet Smoke Show gimmick oh man all right um jeremy do we have any final thoughts that we want to add to this anything you feel like oh we didn't talk about william regal what do you think of regal oh i'm so sorry oh my gosh well i kind of felt bad because i was like dude william regal is literally me right now feeling with this ending and like Clearly, from the fans at the Capitol Wrestling Center, their reaction to cross-winning, everybody was just done. And then I was going to make a show that the show was so bad that William Regal quit. (laughs) It was just a joke, though.
2: I like it. I like it. There's a lot of chaos going on, Denise. He's sick of the chaos. He's sick of the Carrion cross. He's just all, he's tired of it. He's been doing this for, what do he say, seven years? It's a long time to be dealing with this stuff. You know how I many champions he's like had just ripped from them and stuff? He had, he had just people and then they just they just disappear off the Raw or SmackDown with no actual uh, rhyme or reason or warning or anything. It's been a long, hard seven years for a William Regal. He's tired of it. I don't blame him. Michelle got moved to Tuesdays instead of Wednesdays and everything. He's dealt with a lot of shit in the seven years. He's over it. I don't blame him. I'm over it too. I've been over it as well, Regal. I see you, buddy. I see you.
1: Jeremy, I don't like this. I don't like this whole I'm, I'm, I understand William Regal stuff. No, I don't like it because well, he's miss- if he's gone, no, I'm going to miss William Regal, and I don't want him to go. I like William Regal. I want him to I, stay.
2: I like him too, but I can understand that he's just sick of this shit. Like, I get that. That's relatable to me.
1: That is relatable. But I'm, <laughs> if, if, this is, if this really means that he's gone, like gone, I, I don't know if I'm going to be a fan of that. I'm going to be sad about it.
2: What if it's Samoa Joe?
1: I mean, yeah, that's cool and all, but I'm still going to miss William Regal.
2: I mean, that, that's fair. I like I like.
1: You want to know Riegel. why? Because
0: he's a man, such a man, such a man. He's a real, a real man's man.
1: All right, then that's how we wrap up this show, Jeremy. Wow, usually
2: I do the singing on the, the show. You really? Yeah, I sang Sting's uh, Sting's theme last time on the AEW post show. I do I'm it again, Jeremy. Sting. The the man they call Sting. I gotta I gotta get into it. The man they Come call on. Sting. The man they call
1: Sting. He does this. He does that.
2: I don't know the rest of the
0: lyrics.
1: all righty guys there you go that is our post show i hope you guys had a good time thank you so much for joining jeremy and i jeremy before we go feel free to plug in anything you want to plug in
2: uh y'all can find me in the gym every day getting shots up uh the distraction thursdays 3 p.m eastern joseph and i we we talk about stuff and and whatnot uh twitch.tv slash fightful gaming tomorrow joseph will be on he'll be sadder about nxt than than the and i were tonight at 5 p.m uh on, on twitch and then a bunch of stuff on twitch to D- distraction stuff follow me on twitter get a bunch of distraction stuff
1: final super chat that i'm reading from tjo 720 who says swerve promo was cool hashtag metal point god thank you so much thank tjo you. for uh sending in our last super chat of the night Thank you, everyone. Uh, Make sure to follow Jeremy. And if you want to follow me on Twitter or on Instagram, I'm at underscore Denise Salcedo. Please do. I am very, very active. And I literally go live every after every single wrestling show. I am going live somewhere, someplace. And I swear, I'm not always negative. I'm usually pretty positive. So you guys can definitely check out those shows as well. Again, head on over to at underscore Denise Salcedo on Twitter or on Instagram. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. Bye,
0: everyone. Take care